joining us today. <gasps> Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So, before we get into things, yeah. would you please just fill us in on kind of a bit about your story, mm -hmm. your journey to being where you are today, and I guess about Lick? Of course I can. So, um, my sort of journey is I... I'm so passionate about interiors and colour um, and I've sort of been in the interiors world for the last sort of 10 years yeah. but recently I've really sort of specialised in colour and colour psychology. Mm -hmm. My mum, funny enough, is an interior designer herself um, and she does property development so I've sort of brought up. It's um, around you. It's just been around me, I've yes. been brought up with it. Uh, what I love about her is she's really bold with her okay. colour choices and I never... I always like grew up in this amazing, very colourful spaces and like, you know, just being around that and really understanding why, why that's really working. Mm -hmm. And I think what's been great is I've been with Lick since it's launched. Yes. Um, and it's actually been great. We sort of launched, there was a team of four of us and now we've grown actually now to a team of 75. Oh my goodness. Um, and actually it's only been around, we launched like two and a half years ago. And I think why I'm so passionate about it is my job in Lake is really helping people transform their sort of houses into homes that they love. Yeah. Um, and seeing that and seeing it firsthand is just so powerful. Oh, I bet. I yeah. bet. I mean, how I discovered Lick was really funny. I don't know if I've told you this story. No, I don't, I've not heard it. So I put on my Instagram story talking about colours for my house. And just, yeah. I'm the most indecisive person you will ever meet. <laughs> and I was saying I wish like a colour specialist or a colour advisor was a thing. Yeah. And someone DM'd me and was like, Emily, it, it is. It is a thing. It is. Oh my God, it is a thing. Yeah. When I say to um, my friends that, oh yeah, I'm a colour psychologist, they're like, Tash, is that actually a job? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, it actually is a real job. Yeah. Because um, it's really, like, it's amazing. Amazing. when we were chatting as well like the power that color can have oh, on yeah. like the way that you behave in your space your mood yes. it's so powerful yeah I mean so for my I mean we'll get into this later but for mm. my property yeah I'm one I've lived in places that have been all white for mm. my whole life even my childhood the first place I lived in I, I got the house and it was all this it was called almond white okay it was yellow yeah I yeah. painted it all bright white and it stayed bright white yep. and I just don't want that so yeah I'd like every room in my house to feel different as you go into it that's the goal I love that it's really interesting it's it's something that I see all the time that people either don't have the confidence mm. or they get something called color paralysis okay. where it's basically when you're bombarded with too much choice right. and too much color choice like if you like go in and you go in to buy some paint and you're sort of overwhelmed by like 2,000 blues, yeah. you're like, oh my God, I don't know which one I want. And yeah. then you revert back and you just go all white. Yes. And actually, like you've just said, like, it doesn't reflect you, your personality. Like, no. it's, it goes a bit dull. Yeah, like, exactly. I think that's what happened to me. Mm. I was super young and very intimidated by the yeah. idea of painting. It was a feature wall at the yes, time. That yeah, was yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. And I just couldn't think of anything worse than having a green wall or a blue wall. I don't know why. But so yeah, now I'm, you know, I'm a bit older. I yeah. really have a picture in my head. Well, when we chatted, I, I'm, I'm sure you see this. I have a picture in my head of what I want my house to look like. Yes. And I yes. think a lot of that is from the inspiration I've gathered from being in hotels. Yeah, like we were amazing. talking about Soho House and yeah. their whole vibe. But if, I guess for people listening, where would you say they start? So it comes, they've got a room, they want to decorate. Yeah. Where do they start? That honestly, it's such a good question. I think literally what you've just touched on there, by the way, is 
I think where you've got to start is like you can sometimes be so overwhelmed by yeah. Pinterest and Instagram yeah. and like almost be like, oh my God, I don't know what I love or yeah. something. So it's almost like take a step back, start creating a mood board, like use yeah. Pinterest and pin everything that you love. Yeah. Like don't worry too much about like, okay, it has to be, I don't know, pink or it has to be modern. Yeah. Pin everything that you love. Mm -hmm. And eventually what you'll start to see is when you take a step back, maybe for a day or two, go back to the boards, yes. you will see a common thread and then okay. start looking at the images and really working out what you love about them, what you don't like about them. Yes. That is one way that I always recommend clients do. Mm. Another way is that, um, like you said, hotels, yes. like even just being in this hotel room. Yes, so inspirational, isn't it? So inspirational. Yes. And what I love about hotels is they've really got to work. Like yes. you've got to have a room where you can do your makeup, maybe um, you can work from, yes. it's got like a en suite. Mm -hmm. They really push boundaries. Yeah. So like go stay in, if you can, like some boutique hotels or mm -hmm. some, some hotels that you love. Yes. Get a feel for what you like about them. Yeah. That's another good place I love to recommend. Yeah, love that. I think for me, yeah. that's where I got so much of my inspo. Mm. It's really funny. And I don't think I really associate it with me, but the Hoxton Hotels. Yes. So much inspo. Oh, Each amazing. one is a little bit different. The rooms aren't huge, mm -hmm. but what they do with the space is just so good. And just the colours. Yeah. Do you know what? The Hoxton's really good. I always say, like, chains, but like if you can boutique hotels yes that's where they um artists and residents is never a really good one okay. um like you said the soho houses like yeah. they are incredible at design mm. um and i really love the way that they create these incredibly very welcoming comfy spaces yes but they're very they're, warm and you feel very held in them don't you it's like, really crazy how they do it it's unbelievable and also the color choices they go for yes they're like bold but mm -hmm. they all like really harmonize and work mm. so they're quite a good one to go to yeah definitely i think that's the vibe that i'm hoping to create yes. Yeah. That's super warm, yeah. homely, but kind of, it is quite modern, really. It is, yeah. yeah. It is quite modern, but you're, you've chosen colours that, are, like, I would say are bold choices. Yeah. Like, and what I love is, like, when we are working together, we're going to make sure that they all flow, they connect. Yes. So that what you want to try and avoid is too many contrasting colors that don't sit together yes. so that actually you end up being in the home being like oh my god this doesn't work yeah. it doesn't fit yeah sort of too, too loud it's too loud yeah. and actually you can go really bold if you want but as yeah. long as they sit on the same weight mm -hmm. and they're complementary colors yes then actually everything slots beautifully together yeah i mean i've been trying to do kind of pick my choices without being too trend-led. Mm -hmm. So what, when it comes to kind of 2022, mm -hmm. my goodness, what are we in April? Yeah, we're in, yeah, April, in April now, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. So what trends are you seeing for kind of color in 2022? That's such a good question. Okay, so trends, interesting what you've just said, by the way, not being too inspired, um, not being too influenced, I'd say, by yes. trends. So trends are an amazing way to give you, push you out your comfort zone, mm -hmm. get a bit creative. Yes. But what I tend to recommend to anyone who's looking at trends is work out if you love it. Okay. Like, it's very easy. And the two trends that are massive at the moment mm. is this beautiful, I'm really pleased about it because I'm obsessed with the color, <laughs> this lovely lilac color. Okay. Um, this sort of lavender, soft lilac color. Yeah. And 
purple normally splits a room, by the way. Like, okay. you, you normally, if you say to someone, What's your favorite color or your least favorite color? Yeah. They'll either, most people say purple. Okay. Um, and what I'm really pleased about this lilac tone that's being like, it's come through in the fashion world, it's mm. now into the interiors world. Yeah. And it's just a really soft, delicate color that makes you feel mentally calm, mm. really relaxed in the space. Um, but what I'm really pleased about it, it's going to compete with the pink that's yes. obviously been so popular. Oh um, but that's the other colour combination that I've noticed is a green and pink. Yes. It's definitely here to stay. Yeah. It works in every scheme if you're looking at doing a modern scheme to a maximalist scheme to even a Scandi scheme, it can work. Mm. Um, so yeah, the trends that I have noticed this year is your lavender tones and your pink and your green, basically. Amazing. One of my really good friends, actually, she's just done one of her bathrooms in mm. a pink and a green. Oh. Really kind of muted tones. Yes. They are gorgeous. Do you know what? That's, that's the thing, actually, I'd love to know, is like keeping it duskier, like yes. more earthier tones. Exactly. Rather than going too vibrant, too saturated, yeah. that's when a trend can or like when someone's trying to create maybe a room a bit too for like Instagram yeah actually living in it day to day mm -hmm. it's like this is too much yeah well this was my my thing with my yeah. kitchen actually yeah. maybe the other way around because in my head I'm thinking Emily just make it all white because even then on a yeah. dull day you can shoot in there and it's beautiful but then I'm like no actually I want to walk into my my dream kitchen and I yeah. want a green bit and I want this and I want that so I've gone for the color is Duval's Bakehouse Green for the cabinet amazing color which is just gorgeous and yeah. I think timeless I hope it is timeless yeah we'll green see. greens Funny enough, green is always timeless. Yeah. Because green connects you to nature. So okay. green is a color also your eye doesn't have to adjust to. So you naturally relax and like you feel very calm in the color green. So going for a green, if you're anyone that's just wanting something that's gonna stand the test of time, go yeah. for a green. Oh amazing. Well yeah. let's talk these color associations then. Okay. Because this blows my mind. Yeah. So green, nature, calming. Green, nature, calming. Right. Blue is the color of the mind. So the lighter the shade of blue, the more mentally soothing. So great for a bedroom. Yeah. Um, the darker the shade of blue, funny enough, the more mentally stimulating it is. Oh. So if you're doing like a home office, it's a really yeah. good color that I love recommending. Ooh. Um, pink. Pink is the color that I call of cuddles. So oh. it's, you naturally, I call it the shoulder drop color. Right. Like when you walk into a pink room, you naturally like relax. Oh, wow. And it physically, so like red is a stimulating, yes. like basically stimulates you. Mm. Whereas pink is softened down with lots of white and it basically physically soothes you. This is so it's like a huge cuddle. So, so say, because we were talking my guest bedroom, I'm yeah. doing pink. Yeah. But I'm going to do pink with florals. Love. So what, how is someone going to feel walking into that as my guest? So that to me screams like fresh, like florals, okay. depending on the type of floral. Like and granny the, florals. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> Emily, I love it. I Please do that, by the way. I actually, I'm oh going to do like a bed skirt and yeah. everything. Okay. I was actually saying to my grandma, I'm yeah. like, can I base this on like one of the rooms in your house? She's like, take the chair, take what you need. Oh, like, oh I love you. Okay, Emily, honestly, do you know what's so nice about that whole thing you've just said is, when you're designing your home, yeah. it's all about having like something nostalgic, something yeah. that reminds you and like that you connect to. Yes. The fact that it's like your granny, you're bringing in furniture that's old that reminds mm -hmm. you of her. Yes. Tying that all into a space 
is so powerful. Yeah. Like I feel it. I yeah. really do. Yeah. Like I mean, I got my. This is really random, but I guess yeah. on the same front. Yeah. My kitchen appliances are second hand, and. It was a thing I sourced because firstly it's saving me a lot of money. Yeah. But also I love the fact that they've been in someone's home before and the room feels fuller. And some people I speak to about that don't understand what I mean, but I guess you totally get it. Okay, so what that is, is if you're designing a whole house like you are from yes. the start or anyone that's moving into maybe a bigger property yeah. or they've been renting and it's been furnished and they're buying furniture from new, what you want to really try and avoid is anything, like if you bought everything new and yeah. painted everything, like everything was a fresh look of paint and yes. then all your furniture was new, the room would feel like a showroom. This was my like, old home. Like it would home. have no character. Yes, no, like, exactly. It would be a bit like, oh, I don't know why this isn't feeling homey. Yes. And that's what people say. Yes. What you want to just, what you want to do is exactly what you've done is go to antique shows. Yes. Go onto Facebook Marketplace, eBay, all those places. Find something that has a bit more history. Yeah. Doesn't have to be expensive. You can upcycle a piece of furniture as well. Absolutely. But anything that has a bit more wear and tear, that's not perfect, that's yeah. a bit more lived in, yeah. softens the space instantly. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, that's something I'm really excited for, actually. I have this armchair that I've grown up sitting in my grandma's house. She has a pair oh. of them. And she said to me, she was like, I would like you to have one in your house. I'll have one in my house and we'll be connected. And there's, oh, there was so nice. a window in my living room and my architect was saying, you know, let's put a door there. And I'm like, no, 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 because the chair has to go there. He's like, what's this chair? Why do you need this chair? I'm like, it's my grandma's chair. This is where it belongs and it's really special. Oh, I love yeah. anything. It's so funny. Like some people are buying new furniture or they've inherited it. Yes. And what's really nice is like when you're decorating a space, just really working out the feeling that mm. you want that room to have. Like, yeah. is that somewhere where you want to sit in your grandma's chair? You need maybe a little side table to put your drink yes. or your book or a lamp yeah. or something like it's all about making spaces like really work for you. Yeah, totally. I mean, obviously mm. I'm very lucky with the space that I've mm. got. I guess it's making it slightly more difficult because there's a lot of decisions to make. Yes. But how would you kind of treat a, I guess a slightly larger property differently to an apartment or is there any kind of color choices you would recommend people stay away from with kind of smaller spaces or smaller rooms, darker rooms? Okay, smaller spaces, yeah. again, Taking one step back before you suggest colours is working out the purpose of that room. Yes. So is it a room that you spend all your day in? Mm -hmm. um, and if it is, normally those spaces, I try and avoid going too dark because okay. if it's a room that you're sort of, I don't know, waking up in, like spending all day and working in, I think dark rooms have such an incredible effect and can be so powerful. Mm -hmm. But maybe if it's, it always around it can feel quite, um, your energy levels can lack sometimes. Yes. However, saying that, if you are someone that loves a dark scheme and that is that is a bit of you, then 100% yeah. go for it. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're watching this kind of, if you're listening on Spotify, head over to YouTube, hello, and have a look at the room we're in right now. This is just an incredibly dark blue. It's yeah. not really a navy, is it? It's, it's, do you know what it's got? It's got a lot of green undertones. Is that what it, it is? Yeah. Yeah. It's gorgeous, so, but I could come into this room and nap any any time of day. Okay, exactly. This this is so it's very powerful. It's very dramatic. Yes. What I love, if you can see, is that they've painted the corner seam, the skirting, and all of the woodwork in mm -hmm. the same colour. Mm -hmm. And what that has done is it's completely opened the space up. Yes. If the woodwork and your trim 
was white. Yeah. I call it, it's like putting socks on. Okay, you've just I know like, what you mean. You've yeah. just suddenly like cut the room and like shortened it. Yeah. And I think when you're going for such a bold color, like completely going for it, having the confidence and wrapping the whole space, yeah. just makes the room completely work. Yeah. Which is this is demonstrating like beautifully. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah, it's stunning. So with dark colors, yeah. how would you treat a room that didn't have much natural light then? Would you do a dark color in so there? That, is a great place if you are wanting to go dark yeah. if you've got a dark room already i always say like work with the room work with the house okay. like if it's already dark trying to lighten it up there's ways that we can do that and there's loads of techniques for people who don't want to go dark but trying to lighten it up can be tricky yeah. so if you do have a small dark room embrace it yeah. go darker so dark colors absorb shadow so okay. already in here, you won't notice shadow. No, not at all. Like not, it's yeah. so, it's so interesting really when strange. you're in. Yeah, whereas if this was a small dark room or like a dark bathroom and no natural light or no window and you painted it in brilliant white, yeah. all you'll see is shadow everywhere and mm. it will feel dull. It's yeah. what people always say, my room feels really dull and lifeless. I'm like, don't worry, it's easily fixable. Yeah. Um, it's just about finding colors that absorb that shadow. Mm. Smaller rooms, it's really important to consider the ceiling. Okay. Because you're really drawn when you're in a smaller space to all the corners. Mm -hmm. And so if you've got a smaller room, look at, and I know it's brave, potentially wrapping the colour all the way up onto the ceiling as well. Really? Yeah, and that would completely open it up. I quite like that in a room. Yeah, it's I really do. Powerful. I think it is a brave move. Brave move. If it is too brave, Go for a white that has exactly the same undertone. So for this, for instance, I'd go for a white with a blue undertone. Yes. And that, or even go for a real pale blue, yeah. just means that the transition isn't so harsh. Yes. Like, if you go, like, dark white, it's a really strong contrast. It's just all about creating flow, isn't it? That's what I'm realising. Just easy on the eye. Yeah. Everything's about being easy on the eye. What I'm also realising is I need to find out what way my house is facing. <gasps> I yes. don't know. That's yes. terrible, isn't it? No, don't worry, it's easy. Just put it on, I think it's like on, app compass, on your phone just, just, just like walk around. I need to do that. Yeah. Because at the minute, I'm wanting a dark kitchen and a dark living room. But I don't think I should do that. There's air, if your kitchen, um, for your kitchen, you can go dark on the cabinets and then keep the might. walls light. Yes, I might do or that. Or you can flip reverse that and go... Um, dark on the my kitchen is really dark on the walls yeah. because my cabinets and everything are really light okay. so that won't make the room feel like dark and heavy yeah. again for a living room if you're wanting to go dark amazing then make sure your furnishings and your curtains yeah. and your rugs aren't too dark right and okay. that will keep it feeling lighter yeah Okay, I feel like that's a mistake I probably would have made. I probably would have picked dark furniture as well. If well, to be fair, like in this room here, they've gone for like mid-tone, um, and that's nice because it's there's a like you said, it's a very cozy feeling. Yeah. If you're but if you're wanting to go dark, be keeping it light. Mm. That's a good technique. Going light with the furnishings, dark on the walls. Yeah. But if you're wanting to really embrace the darkness, yeah. Then trust me, go for it. Like it's gonna do you work. Think? Yeah, yeah. I really want cool. to do heavy fabrics, really comfy. Oh my, that'd be amazing. I'm. You know, I was going to say I'm afraid of making mistakes, but I'm not going to say that because I feel like I'll only make a mistake if I don't do it. That's the only time it can go wrong. I can adapt. I can change. Hundred percent. So also like 
people that are nervous and that I can really appreciate, like it's expensive to change yeah. furnishings and floorings and stuff like that. So I always say like when it comes to like your floor and like a sofa, they are more high priced items. Yes. Paint is easily changeable. Okay. Like paint is something that, it, you know, our paint, you know, is 38 pounds a tin. Yeah. Like you can easily change that mm-hmm. a lot quicker than actually like pulling up some floors or some tiles oh, or anything absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I always say go like follow your gut and like okay. go with colors that you love. Okay. I feel like to do that though, you probably need to make quite informed decisions. So if I were to say mm. to you, common mistakes that people make when it comes to decorating a room. Like, is there any tips you could give so, like, they won't kind of make those mistakes? Yeah, okay, common mistakes I see. Common, a bit what you said earlier, your common mistakes I see people do is actually they have all these wonderful ideas and these amazing sort of um, schemes that they want to come up with and then they get to doing it and they just get nervous and... Oh my God, I can appreciate that. Yeah. And they basically completely revert back and do everything white. Yeah. And I would say that a common mistake would be to do that mm. because what you're then doing is not bringing your personality in. Yeah. And so something that I would really recommend that those people do, just get it down. Like, get it. I love it. Um... I'm more of a tactile person. I need to, like, Pinterest is amazing. Yeah. But I love creating, like, a physical mood board. Okay. Um, and actually getting all the swatches that you want. Yeah. Getting the fabric swatches. Go shopping. Go get inspired. Yeah. Go and maybe stay in a hotel for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then get it all down and really work out on a board, like, what your living room, your bedroom, your bathroom, whatever the room is that you're doing. Yeah. Like, get it down. And then I love to make a note, like get a pen Mm -hmm. and write what you love about it. Like, is it, okay, I love the pink walls or I love the feeling of the vertical stripes and the curtains. For some reason, to me, it makes the room look taller. Do you know what I mean? Like, write these down. And then when it comes to them buying the items, you can really pick out what you love, Mm. what your priorities are, basically. Yeah. what other common mistakes would I say? I mean, it's really funny what you said about kind of swatches because I'm, mm. I'm quite visual, but I, I would never think to go and get a swatch of paint and kind of put it on the wall in a room. I wouldn't do that. But it was really funny when I got yeah. all my samples through from you guys through the yeah. post. Yeah. Kind of having the piece of paper, having them. If anyone's watching on YouTube right now, this is the vibe, this kind of thing. And I had them all laid out, and it's so funny seeing how yeah. they work so well together. Completely. I think... One of our things when we launched the company was really, you know, these colour swatches, you peel and stick them, you can move them around the room, they don't mark the walls. And what's great about that, you can see the colour in different lights. Yes. So you can put it in that corner, yeah. see what it looks like on that against that window and then at the back of the room. Mm-hmm. But also what's great is you can put them in your handbag. You yeah. can take them with you. Like, let's say you're out and about and you're, I don't know, looking for a sofa. Yes. Take it with you and see what it like. You can see very clearly that would be a lovely combination. Yeah, exactly. And that would be beautiful or against the rug or, you know, they're great for that reason. So yes. I always say, like, get as many swatches as you can. Mm. Um, avoid, actually, I'm going to take that back. Don't get as many as you can. 
Try and pick things that you love. Okay. When you're bombarded with too much choice, again, that paralysis comes yeah, in and you're like, much. oh my God, I don't know. Yeah. No, I really loved laying them all out and seeing how they work together because mm. that it comes back to that thing of flow, doesn't mm -hmm. it? I yeah. was like, okay, this, this hopefully will flow and it just, everything just looked perfect. Yeah. I think what's really good with seeing it in your own home, by the way, as well. Yes, yeah. We never see color in isolation. No. So you're not just seeing a wall color. Yeah. You're, you've got to take in, okay, what the furnishing's gonna be, what yeah. the rugs are gonna be. So I think what's really important is getting the colors out, making sure that they all, like you said, slot together beautifully. Yeah. Um, and the way that you can do that for anyone that's like, okay, well, I don't know what colors slot beautifully. Yeah. Good way is choosing a color and going for a similar undertone. Mm. So all of our paint colors have an undertone to them. It's yes. what makes them really rich in pigment. And mm. so choosing either a green, a pink, a similar undertone that connects all the colors together, mm. or literally going for complementary colors. It's yeah. like pink and green, yes. blue and orange, like anything on a color wheel that's opposite or adjacent, they always work well. Mm, amazing. Mm. So, so Say if someone's coming to start decorating. Yeah. Not me, because I'm not going to be decorating my own <laughs> home. Sorry, I'm going to have someone do that for me before I make any mistakes. Last time I painted mm -hmm. a room, it was supposed to be white. It turned out purple. Okay. So I won't be doing that again. Yeah, let's I learned. That. My wonderful boyfriend <laughs> spent the next night repainting it all in a different white. Um, and I was very relieved. But so, yeah. Are there any tools or any tips that you can think of that people should probably have in their home if they're going to do it themselves? Okay, so if you are decorating yourselves, um, and also decorating should be really fun, by yeah. the way. Oh, I loved it yeah. until no. I realized it was purple and then no, there mate. were and a then few you tears. Said, yeah, no, yeah. trust me, I've <laughs> been there. Like, I've so been there. <laughs> I think if you're decorating, uh, if you're decorating, first thing I'd recommend that you do is like you said, get everything that you need yeah. so that you don't start decorating and then you're like, oh, I also did this. No, I don't, yes. I don't have that roller or yes. I'm, I've run out of paint. Or, yes. And then actually it's like, oh my God, now the room's not finished. Oh my God, this is all not working. Yeah. Um, so get all the tools. Tools I would really recommend that you do get. Like, I think it's called like a paint scratcher, scraper. Or okay. scraper. So just what you want to do when you're decorating, it's actually 90% in the prep. So before you even come up to furnishing and actually putting the paint on the wall, yeah. if you prep your walls right, the room, the finish is just going to be so much better. Mm. So it's worth like just getting it right. Yeah. Doesn't have to take ages. Okay. If your walls are in good condition. Yeah. Don't worry about this, but for anyone that's got like renovating or doing like chipping off wallpaper, paint scraper, just go around the wall. Okay. Get a sponge. Fairy liquid will do. Warm soapy water. Don't soak or drench the walls. Right. But what you don't, you just want to remove any grease or any dirt oh, or course. anything and just make sure that like it's dust free. Yeah. I would say just do all the prep the day before you decorate okay. just so that the walls like, uh, you don't want to put paint on top of wet walls. No. Um, oh. <laughs> that was such bad timing. Sorry guys, I just got interrupted being delivered some gorgeous macarons. <laughs> Sorry, please carry on. So, paint scraper, wash the walls. Paint scraper, wash the walls, then um, dust sheet. Because yes. what you don't want to do is when you start painting, you then splatter up paint on your lovely yes. furnishings. Yes. Move everything, I always say, into the middle of the room. Yeah. Put dust sheet on. 
If you're wanting to do masking tape to protect the skirting, masking tape where you need to or the top of the ceiling. Mm. Um, and then two brushes I'd really recommend that you get. There's something called a cutting in brush. Yes. It's a smaller brush. It can go around the edges to get those sharp edges. Um, now, there's a big debate between a brush or a roller. Yes. Yeah. It's completely up to you. Personally, for me, I love a roller finish. Mm. It's just a bit more flawless, basically. Yes. Some people, and I've got clients that love the brush stroke, really? and that's really pretty, and I've seen rooms do have it done, and some people prefer that on the woodwork. Okay. Um, and that's just a preference. Like, yeah. So if you want a brush finish, go for a brush finish. If you want a roller, go for a roller. I've seen these things recently that are almost rectangular. Yes. What are those? It's... Do you uh, know what I mean? I know, I know what you mean. Just there's so... You, I guess they're gadgets, aren't they? It's gadgets. Like, at Lick, we want to make decorating as easy as possible. Yes. You can get a, um, a single room decorating kit, which has everything that I've just said in yes. it. Or if you're doing a whole house, multi-room. That Again, because there's some... That, you know, if you're doing ceilings, you might want a pole extender. Yeah. Or like, a, you know, you might not have a stepladder, for instance. Yeah. So when everyone's got their tools, you've got mm -hmm. everything you need to paint... Are there any techniques people should know about? Because I feel like for me, I get a paintbrush or a roller and just kind of go for <laughs> it. Yeah, is there a technique? Do you know what? I think what I love about decorating techniques is paint can have a huge impact on a room. Yeah. So if anyone is in a smaller room or wants, um, you know, the room to feel bigger or if they're in a really big room and they want it to feel cosier, yeah. you know, painting the ceiling is a great thing that we recommend that you do because lots of people almost forget the ceiling. Yeah. Um, so actually look at your ceiling as like the fifth wall. Really consider it. Painting the ceiling can be very dramatic. Yes. Anyone that's a bit nervous about bringing colour into their lives, Doing a ceiling can have a huge impact, mm. but it won't overwhelm the room. Right. Um, so you can go for like a warm neutral or a soft neutral on the walls. Yes. If you go for a warm color, so any pink, yellow, red, that's going to bring your ceiling height down. Right. If you want, and that's great if you want to create more of a cozier, cocooning yeah. feel. If you are wanting the room to feel bigger, mm. going for like a light green or a blue, like a light blue, mm. that recedes the ceiling height up. Oh, um, so yeah. that if you're wanting your room to feel a bit more area, a bit brighter. Yeah. So another uh, painting technique is that, and this is very traditional, mm. is that you go for like white woodwork. Okay. That's, you know, that was brought in by the Victorians. Mm -hmm. it's, it's great, but the only thing that I would say about it, it's brilliant if you want to reflect more light around the room. Yes. But with that is white can be such a strong contrast against other colors. Mm. So if you're going for a darker color, I would like to soften that personally and either choose a soft white yeah. or actually going for like, if it was a dark blue, going for a light blue. Oh, um, and that, what that does is it relaxes the room a bit more. Yes. Um, this sort of white woodwork, like I said, great for reflecting a bit more light, but it really shows up all the edges. Like, it's almost like an outline, because it goes around the, like, the door frames and the corners. It's funny that that's what we've clung on to, yeah. isn't it? It's a very British thing. Very, I think very British. homes in kind of Spain or in the US, they, they there's none of it. They won't do it. It's no. fascinating. But also, even in our new builds. Even in our new builds. 
Also, carpet is a really British thing. You won't see. Oh, that's the... so true. Yeah, it's really funny. It's really funny. Carpet, like all of my clients in like Italy and in Spain, if I, well, you just wouldn't. Like, no. they, they just don't have carpet. Carpet. Well, I, I grew up having carpet in my bathroom at my family yes. home. Yes. And I look back now and I see people talk about this online and yeah. they're like, that's gross. That's gross. Yeah. I'm like, but that was normal for me. Yeah, it's but really, it's not normal when you not, think about it. It's not normal. It. Like, no, it's not. Like in a bathroom, I don't think unless no. unless you've got just a lovely freestanding bathroom. This like, was it was a, a new build property. The developers put it in, mm, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I again, it's completely what you want. And if actually you then put a lovely bath mat on top of the carpet or whatever, yeah, but. Yeah. There's ways, obviously, around it, but, yeah, I wouldn't personally maybe put carpet in no. a bathroom. No, not, no. not, not at this point. Um, but, yeah, so the white wood, again, it's a very British, yes. very British thing to do. And I think what's lovely is, like, anyone who wants the room to be really light and airy and create that open space, yeah. you know, then actually, but they want to bring some colour in. Why not do it on the woodwork? Yes. Like, go for a coloured woodwork, like a contrasting woodwork. Yeah. Go for a beige, a green, mm. you know, a pink. White with a pink woodwork is beautiful. Yeah, I guess people are loving kind of panelling as well now, yeah. aren't they? So that's quite an easy way to bring colour in. Because I feel like it's less scary painting your panelling in colour than Completely. just, I guess, your skirting. I don't know why, though. Yeah, totally. Panelling as well, if you have got a new build. Yes. Panelling is an amazing way to bring character in. Yes. Like, I, that's such a good painting technique that anyone that's like, okay, I've just, you know, bought this new build and it's lacking a bit of, a bit of depth sometimes they do. Yeah. Panelling is a great way to bring that in. Mm. And like you said, you can then paint it in a bolder colour. Yeah. You could panel behind your bed, oh, create this interest, like dream. Yeah. Um, also, actually, like, adding cornicing or skirting or anything like that really creates a bit more character as well. So this is something that I was discussing mm. with the people that helped me with my house. They were saying, you know, if there's somewhere that you want to spend a bit of money, it's on the details that people are going to look at. Yes. So the cornicing, the skirtings are going to draw people's eyes. So yep. they were like, you know, if there's a, there's a place where you're going to spend a bit more, maybe make it there. And I totally hadn't considered that, but it's so true. It might be because this is my world. I notice skirting everywhere I go. Well, I do now. No, you now pick up on but it. Yes, it's really funny when you start like designing your home and like getting into it. Yeah. You go into the world in like a different mindset. Mm. Like you'll go into like a restaurant and you'll be like, oh my god, I love this chair. Yeah. And you'll be like, why do I love this chair? Or you'll go into like your hotel room. You're like this, like it's all painted one color. Yes. Oh my god, I need to do this for my living room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a prime, anyone that can see, yeah. this panelling in here, like everything, like if this was all flat, mm. it would lack the sort of, the, the grand sort of ambience. Sort it of does feeling. feel very grand in it here. Does. It does. It feels really very luxe. Does. It's very like, okay, wow, I'm in a proper hotel space. Yeah. So tell me more about Lick then. Obviously, yeah. I know so much about Lick yeah. as a company, but for everyone watching or even listening that maybe don't know much about Lick, because you've got some amazing things coming up in, like imminently, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. So Lick is, um, it's a brand that has been set up to really become your decorating partner. Mm -hmm. um, our dream is to make decorating fun, accessible, and really enjoyable, basically. Yeah. How we've done that is um, we've got a curated palette. So back to what you were saying about that 
overwhelmingness of choice we saw like the market was just so saturated with so much choice out there yeah. that we want to make it really easy for anyone that wants to start a decorating project so we've come up with these colors we've got 124 colors and each color has a complete own identity yeah. so there's not a shade darker or lighter it has its own identity it's got its own character i love that and yeah. all of the colors fit together like if we were talking earlier about that undertone mm. all the colors if you want a color um go for one of our colors with a yellow undertone they all connect mm. so we've got that curated palette we then obviously do a range of wallpapers yes. all our wallpapers paint with our pair um our paint colors mm -hmm. And what I love about our wallpapers is we've collaborated with the most incredible artists. We also um, work in-house and actually our other colour consultants, they're artists as well and have designed their own wallpapers. Yeah. Um, and what I love about our wallpapers is there is a design there for everyone. Yes. If you're a modern um, scheme or if you're more maximalist, there's a design there for you. Yes. And then the third thing that um, the company does is we do the decorating tools. Right. So literally what we were discussing, the sort of starter kits, the, um, the sort of uh, multi-room kits that we do, we sell paint brushes, all of which are sustainable. Oh, that's so important. Everything yeah. we do like, at the core of our brand is sustainability. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's such yeah. a huge thing in my life at the minute. I'm trying to be yeah. so much more mindful, yeah. but in a really kind of attainable way because I think a huge thing about sustainability is that it's sustainable for yourself. C completely. Yeah. And literally everything at the brand like that we've... Um, we're the first paint brand that's actually become B Corp. Um, mm -hmm. And like everything from our paint swatches, so we're not like doing those paint pots that like are messy that you buy and then chuck yes. away. Yeah. Um, you know, our paint is low VOC. Mm -hmm. um, all of our supplies are made from bamboo, yes. all eco-friendly. Um, and I think it's just so important when it comes to a brand that's launching yes. nowadays to do that. Absolutely, yeah. I feel like there's not really an excuse not to. Yeah, Com yeah. completely. Um, and then literally, I think, and that's how we got chatting. Yes. I think the brand, we are there to help our decorators. And yeah. part of that is that one-to-one -one service, yeah. the colour consultancy side. Yes. We also just love being a brand that you can completely approach. So mm. whether that's through our decorating success channel, through Instagram, Facebook, our Facebook groups, through our webinars that I host or Q and A's, like we are literally there to help you decorate and to transform your houses into homes. Oh, I love that so much. I mean, honestly, our consultation session was just the most helpful thing for me because oh. like I said, I'm the most indecisive person in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love the fact you got my vibe straight away of the mm. home I wanted to create. And you, I obviously sent you over so much inspo, Pinterest boards, and yeah. exactly what you were saying earlier, you saw the trends and you were like, Emily, this is so straightforward. You actually do know what you want. Oh, you know, most people I talk to, by the way, you'll know exactly what you want. It's just helping you get there. It's the translation, I it's, guess. Yeah, I think it's exactly. And I think it's about like having the confidence, like it, to be fair, like it's so nice having a friend when, even when like you're getting ready to go on a night out or something, Yeah, putting an outfit on, it's so nice getting that like from a friend, oh, that's the one I'd go for, or that looks really nice. Yes. And that's almost what I really want to be is like that friend at the end of the phone, like 
Tash, I'm looking at these tiles. Will that go with this colour? Yeah. Yes, it will. Yeah. Like, you naturally will be picking things that are perfect for your home. Mm. But it's about just having that, like... The confirmation. Yeah. yeah. It's just that, okay, cool, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. I mm. mean, I love everything that looks stand for. Mm. I think this felt like such a natural kind of collaboration between us. Because, yeah. like you were saying about the sustainability and everything, that was one of the first things that I actually picked up on from the website. Yes. Because you make oh, it great. so obvious. And, like I said, it's so important. It's so important. And literally, it was... When I mean it was at the heart of what when when we were launching the brand, yes, it was the core focus, yeah. Um, and it's literally every touch point that we do within the company, yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, and I think when we're actually, funny enough, we're about to launch literally tomorrow um, in the US, That's and again, huge. which would be really exciting, yeah. Um, Again, the messaging out there is to make sure that they're fully aware that the brand is sustainable. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, that is amazing. I'm so interested. Hopefully, we'll be able to pick this conversation up in maybe like a year's time yes. and we can compare the trends of what you found kind of US customers versus UK because I think it'll be really different. It's so fascinating. Already I've done about, oh, actually probably 80 consultations already out there. Okay. And I've just come back from New York and it's really fascinating to see they're bold. Really? I, I was blown away by how bold their colour choices were. Yeah. They also love a wallpaper. So, okay. like, more people in the UK, I, I think we're becoming more braver. Yes. And actually, I'm seeing a lot more wallpaper in people's homes. But the US were obsessed. That's like, so obsessed. funny. I think because in the UK, we spent the last 10 years ripping off wallpaper I think from so. <laughs> our parents and yeah. from previous owners. I think we're a bit traumatised. But I'm doing wallpaper in my bathroom, which I don't know. Do you see that much? Uh, I'm seeing it more. Wallpaper, again, most people would be like, oh, wallpaper shouldn't be in a bathroom because it, it won't stick or right. like it will the steam or whatever. If you've got good ventilation, which now bathrooms have amazing ventilation, yeah. go for it. Like, our wallpapers can go in your bathrooms. That's amazing. Like, yeah. if you've got a beautiful, if you're, you know, got a, a freestanding bath or a bath and it's not got a shower or a steam room or anything like that, wallpaper can make it feel very like decadent yes. and like beautiful that's exactly why i want to do it i want mm. the bathroom to feel i just i don't know i think it it gives kind of a more traditional feel to a house it does yeah yeah, yeah totally and it gives it that real luxe feeling mm, amazing mm. well thank you so much for coming and talking to us today oh emily i've loved it this has been amazing <laughs> i feel like there are so many other things we could definitely dip into so hopefully yeah. we'll get to do that in the future oh totally but like, do you want to yeah. let anyone know where they can find you on socials uh yeah so social is literally just lick um instagram or lick.com um and yeah you can find us anywhere on there fabulous well thank you so much thanks emily